We are very passionate about something we are building. And as an agile coach coming from the outside, it's basically giving a mirror to the teams, helping them be more efficient, collaborative, and adaptable. Hi, welcome to today's episode of Real Talks. I'm Sue Quackenbush, your host, and today's focus is really about what does working agile mean? And today my guest is Yelena Vucinic, and Yelena comes to us from Austria. So thank you so much for joining me. Thank you, Sue. It's a real pleasure to be here with you and uh, to talk about agility. Awesome. Well, let's start because I'm fascinated by your background and I'd love for you to share how do you and your role as an agile coach really work with teams? Yes, let's let's start with basics. So first of all, to mention that uh, agile in, in its essence means nimble, quick, or easy to adapt. And it's used in project management, uh, mostly in software development industry to navigate through unpredictable environments. So do you have to have a development background to be an agile coach? I, I don't have personally development back, background in terms of uh, engineering. Nevertheless, uh, there are many of my colleagues who do. And I think it's helpful that I don't have it because then I don't get biased or distracted by the terminology that is being used. Uh, my background is organizational sciences. So I'm often the one who is able to catch uh, some uh, facial expressions that are maybe uh, showing some doubts or some question marks. And then uh, I say, okay, what I'm hearing is there is option A and there's option B. So I don't even know what op option A or B is about, but I, I'm able to ask them that question so they can uh, then follow up with, okay, what are the benefits of option A? What are the pros? What are the cons? And what is the best in this particular situation that we can choose out of those two options? You know, what strikes me is that your secret power is really around listening and how critically important it is to listen, truly listen to what's being said. You're absolutely right. We are not often skilled enough in listening and we are thinking about have our own thoughts process behind it. What I like to do is very often to ask, did I get it right? You know, to repeat what other person said and just check in, okay, did I get that right? Is that what you meant? And just by doing this, it brings such a powerful connection in the conversation and gives the other person the sense of, ah, oh, I'm really being heard here. Someone cares about me. And that's what makes the difference. Yelena, I'd love to get your thoughts on how could you envision using agile methodologies in unexpected challenges or situations that really have a lot of pressure and stress associated with them? Actually, agility is perfect for those situations because agility helps to change courses quickly. So the whole point is having smaller pieces of work, incorporating feedback and having regular communication through daily stand-ups or weekly meetings, weekly plannings, and to basically respond to change instead of following certain plan. And then any recommendations on books or media that people can learn more about um, becoming or being an agile coach? I definitely would first start with Coaching Agile Teams. That's a book by Lisa Atkins, my favorite. 
Um, in addition to that, I really like uh, Jürgen Appello's Management 3.0. It has a lot of various concepts that can help in different areas. But if we talk about podcasts like this one today, I would like to recommend the Agile podcast done by Paul Goddard and Jeff Watts. Uh, it's a very interesting concept. Two guys talk about agility and sharing it with the audience. Oh, that's great. Um, and when you think about women in tech, and I know you're involved in women in tech, and for me, I'll speak for myself, sometimes I think, well, wait a minute, I'm not a female in tech because I'm not a technologist even though I've spent many, many years working in technology companies. And what would you say to some younger uh, female uh, students thinking about what they want to do with their life and, uh, and to really consider technology? I'm so glad you brought this topic because it is very important and dear to my heart. And you're absolutely right. I believe first thing to highlight is there are many women working in tech and without tech background per se. And that's really opportunity for all the women. Uh, I, I, I strongly believe so because I have such joy working in tech, working with smart minds all around me without my technical background. And uh, when it comes to what we can do about it, I believe we, we as Dynatrees are doing a lot. I'm so proud that in Austria, we are organizing, uh, for example, breakfast with girls who are at high school, a technical high school. And we do it by having uh, conversations. So not just me, but the role models. So uh, my colleagues, female colleagues, having conversations with those girls and basically showcasing them and explaining them what their career could look like. And we have very diverse group of those role models. So some of them are uh, engineers. Some of them are more business focused. Some of them are in the marketing area, some are in coaching area. So really diverse, many opportunities that those girls can think about. And I think it's very important that we showcase those young women that there is opportunity. Another thing I want to highlight is the recent um, women panel that happened at Perform. That was another like huge spotlight for four incredible women telling the whole world and also hopefully the listeners who are female ones that you can be there. You can be on that stage. You can be a woman who is being on the stage, listened to and having conversation in tech industry as well. Well, that's great. And um, having moderated that panel at Perform, you're absolutely right. I mean, the, the women who were, who joined me on that panel were amazing leaders, but their stories really brought into how to inspire, how to lean in and listen and really seek to understand and encourage women to really look at the tech industry. I would like to speak from my experience as women in tech, that I feel welcome to speak up. I feel respected no matter who is in the room. I know that my voice is uh, taken into account. And in addition to that, I also have a great support system from other women in this organization, meaning that I can go to uh, some of my colleagues just for comfort, advice, uh, exchange of information, and in addition to that, there are great mentoring programs that uh, also women are part of. Um, is there 
there something about Agile that you wish you had known earlier in your career? Like, or did you fall into this? Like, you always knew this is what you wanted to do. No, to be honest. Uh, but when I did uh, fall into it, I fell in love immediately. Um, nevertheless, what I wish I knew before was definitely push to the uncomfortable one faster. So to, basically to be agile, um, learn by doing. As an inexperienced junior person, sometimes um, you have a lot of doubts and fears and uh, you like to compensate that by doing some over-planning or over-preparing. And while that has a purpose to give you comfort, nevertheless, the biggest learning I got is by actually doing something. So what I would, for example, give advice to myself is just like, just go for it. Just do it instead of overthinking, over-preparing. Um, don't be afraid. Push yourself out of the comfort and be faster with that learning experience you can get. And with that, I just want to thank you so much for uh, your time and for your thoughts around how do we get more women in tech. So, Yelena, thank you so much for joining me today. Thank you, Sue. It was such a pleasure. Thank you for tuning in to today's episode of Real Talks. Subscribe to stay tuned on more episodes to come. Thank you.